0: Get your ass up, just uh, this the Queen Quemo Podcast, get your ass up, this the Queen Quemo Podcast, get your ass up, this the Queen Quemo Podcast, look, 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 this the Queen Quemo Podcast, better get in tune when she broadcasts small feed, better pay attention when she broadcasts all facts, might learn something with your dog ass. Get yourself checked on a Sunday Just might get you right on a Monday Aim high, why you can make it big someday? Cause when I say aim, I ain't talking about the gunplay Even though we straight from the hood with it Any topic we could talk was good with it Yeah Mia, what's we putting on? You an artist in your song. Think your track hot, we gon' see when she put it on. They either gon' vibe or they gon' leave when she put it on. Uh, that's G, get to know about Queen. Uh, no subject, look, she just might open up. Not play this and freestyle when she open up. No play thing on the low, she be going nuts. Got the city going up. This the type of show you listen to when you're rolling up or chillin' at the crib with your fam and y'all pulling up. Get some knowledge and a laugh on this podcast. Queen representing for the people on this podcast. Uh, get some Knowledge and a laugh on this podcast, Queen representing for the people on this podcast. The Queen podcast. get your ass up.
1: What's up y'all? You listening to the Queen quaymo Podcast? I ain't gonna tell y'all the date because this shit pre-recording and I'm just getting back in the habit of giving y'all this delivery of episodes. So uh, it's Black History Month, of course. You know, shout out to everybody for being black. And today I want to talk about the Natural Hair Care Scriptures book slash journal that I wrote and give y'all some, uh, you know, some little history lesson upon the black hair and why it's important for all of my black people, men and women, to revert back to their natural selves, you know. So um, I started that book It's a book slash journal, so it's a book with like some stories about what I went through as I went natural, different product tips, techniques, uh, product recipes, etc. You know, I really tried to put as much information in the book as possible to help um my natural brothers and sisters well not brothers and sisters my natural sisters to appreciate being natural and to embrace their in- to embrace their inner beauty you know because it's hard it's not fucking easy like you know going natural is really life changing for a black woman like we just constantly always constantly worried about our hair like we're constantly continuously worrying about our hair like um and we are the only race of people like where people constantly you know, every race, every gender always have something to say about what you want to do with your own fucking hair. So it's just a lot of pressure. It's a lot of, it's you know, it's a lot of work to be a black woman in 2019 and be natural. You feel me? But, you know, after being, I'll say I've been natural, like without putting chemicals in my hair since 2011, but I've been um, fully like Embraced, like really embracing my natural journey since 2014. So it's been about five years in, but altogether about eight years of not having any chemicals in my head. So I've been really um you know, I've been through it. <laughs> I went from Afro to Lux. So, you know, it's it's two different types of struggles. You know, it's one it's one struggle when you go on natural, uh, when, when you return in natural. Uh, from from the perms and the chemicals and the weaves and shit, and you get that curly kinky fro, that's one thing. But then to go from that to um getting the locks, it's a whole nother thing. And, um you know, it's heavy. You know, it's not easy, but I would not trade it for the fucking world. Like, I love my hair. I love my locks. I really enjoyed my afro. I be missing it sometimes, but... I absolutely love my locks. I love being natural, you know. And uh the further that I progressed into this journey, I started understanding the history connected with being natural, you know, like spiritually um you I don't know about everybody else, but I know for me uh as I as I returned natural, like I spiritually started waking up, like different things started happening to me in my life. Uh, different things started happening to me as far as um, what what I wanted to do. You know, it was like I went from wanting to be in the parties and wanting to kick it and wanting to hang with everybody to isolation, like not really wanting to be around anybody. And then I moved from an area where I was used to seeing black folks every day. And, you know, in the Midwest, it's just like it's integrated. And then living in Colorado where it was not many people like myself and still trying to, like, you know, become comfortable with this new hairdo and be comfortable, like, um, you know, just being myself where it, w- it wasn't anyone like myself. So I've always kind of had, uh, this issue where I had to have some confidence to myself because I've always been a little bit different. You know, like I never was the girly girl. Like, I've always had acne. I always had, uh, nappy ass hair. So I just, I've always had to have a certain level of confidence, but going natural gave me a whole nother level of confidence. And so, um, but it was a struggle, you know, it wasn't easy. It really was a fucking struggle. And I started doing so much research as to the connection of your hair. So let me just give you all a few tips. Like number one, one of the reasons why you should be uh, natural, why you should really uh, be careful and take into consideration of who you allow in your hair, what you put in your hair, etc., is because your hair contains, like, all of your valuable information. Like, if you get into something right now, right? Say, I know, I don't know about y'all, but I watch forensic files a lot. You watch forensic files. The first thing, a piece of evidence they happy they get is your hair. So, like, with your hair, you can do so much scientifically just with a strand of your fucking hair. You know, that's number one. So, like, um, all of your DNA is in there. Like, that, all of your DNA in there. So, like, your hair is sacred. Your hair is sacred. Another beautiful thing about black people here, another beautiful thing, the, the, the coils. All African-Americans have coils or tighter curls in their hair, you know? So if you take a strand and you put it under a microscope though, our hair is the only hair that when you look under it in a microscope, it's flat. All of the rest of the hairs are circular in other races and nationalities. So um, a lot of people have connected that with being the antennas to your body. You feel me? Like a lot of people have connected your hair with being the antennas to your body. And as a matter of fact, to kind of break down um, what I'm talking about, I'm going to play a clip real quick. I'm going to play a clip.
2: In many African cultures, hair is seen as a pathway to the soul because it's the highest point on the body and therefore it's the closest to the most high. Because of this, care of one's hair is usually only trusted to a particular family member or a close friend for the rest of your life. The reason being is that if your hair gets into the wrong person's hands, they could essentially cause you harm. It is because of this spiritual significance that great care was given to the maintenance of one's hair hair could be groomed for special ceremonies in traditional African spiritualities ceremonies and rituals are done to recognize deities ancestors the most high and are even done for special times in one's lives during rites of passage ceremonies hair would sometimes be shaved or cut into designs braided twisted or structured our hair is considered as the proof the mark of God's design, and thus is always integral in spiritual life, and it is something that is instilled from birth. Fontanel hair, for example, or patch of hair that is left on the softest part of the baby's head, serves as protection against bad spirits. Throughout sub-Saharan Africa, the cutting of a child's hair for the first time demands ritual. The baby's mother carefully keeps the cut hair in a basket, which is justified by the fear that hair, likened to the soul, may fall into the wrong hands. However, design isn't always singular. In many cases, it serves a dual purpose that straddles spirituality and ethnic identification. In many cases, hair... Which-
1: there you have it, people. The hair is the antennas to the body and it's also the spiritual connection with the most high. You know, it it's really important, y'all. It's really important for uh, my black sisters and my black brothers even to go natural, start taking care of your hair and return back home. You feel me? Like going natural, it's, it's, it's not just a hairdo. It's spiritual. You know, it's a spiritual connection. So yeah, like it, it's just a lot of things that I've learned um, as I started like going natural. And like for me, Like even something as simple as wearing afro, you know, I used to always wonder why people used to always make fun of you when you wear afro. Like when I very, very first started going natural, my hair was so short. And so I used to wear a little afro and I put a little headband on. And, you know, black people, they was cool with it. Some, you know, majority of the black people was cool with it. It was a few ignorant motherfuckers and mainly women. It was mainly other women that hadn't uh, returned natural yet making fun of me for being natural, you know, or having something negative to say about me uh, rocking the Afro, you know, but over time, you know, they began to compliment it. They began to love it. And it just, it just ended up being like, okay, you know, a lot of, a lot more people are starting to like ride this wave. You feel me? And so I don't get mad at anybody or hold nobody like, like into no, like I don't hold no grudges on nobody, for uh, uh, comments they used to make because I used to make them same fucking comments. I used to think the same thing. I used to think natural hair was ugly. I used to think that Macy Gray hair was ugly. I used to think Erica Badu was ugly. And now that I'm natural and you know I'm understanding the roots of all of these things, my opinion changed about all that. And so I really feel like you know it really is an awakening point uh, for people, you know, like when you start coming into realization of different things that's been going on and who taught you that this was ugly and uh, is this really ugly to you or is it ugly because somebody told you that was ugly. And so it was just like a lot of, a lot of different fucking things that going natural brought out for me. And so like, uh, when I used to wear my Afro, that's what I was getting to, I digress. When I, when I, when I started wearing my Afro, you know, and I used to wear my little hair brand. Uh, It would be a lot of white people. They would be always like making fun and be like, whoa, or you know, doing some stupid ass shit like that, or like, you know, like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? You know, shit like that. Oh, you got the Afro. And or they just used to hate it. And I used to be like, why the fuck do people hate the Afro so much? And so, you know, I got on YouTube. I got on YouTube and I had to understand what the fuck the afro really signified and meant. You feel me? I had to understand why everybody had this reaction for the fucking afro. And you know what? To help y'all better understand what I mean, I'm going to play a clip
2: with our hair like this and we just wear it like this because it's natural because uh, the reason for it you might say is like a new awareness among black people that their own natural appearance physical appearance is beautiful and it's pleasing to them for so many many years we were told that only white people were beautiful only straight hair light eyes light skin was beautiful and so Black women would try everything they could,
1: straighten their hair, lighten their skin, to look as much like white women. Black is This has changed. We, 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 we and- yes, y'all, that was Kathleen Cleaver Tout, Remember member of the Black Panther. And she was just talking about, uh the clip started messing up, so if y'all get some time, just look up um, the Black Panther movement and the significance of the Afro. It basically was showing that they were like... No longer under the submission of the ways of America for black people. So it just showed that they were embracing who they truly are and that they were in unison. You feel me? So it's 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 a statement. Like a lot of people sees the Afro as being militant. So... I'm done preaching and renting and raving. I'm going to go ahead and conclude this interview with a conversation that I was having with my homegirl, Jasmine. And we're just talking about being natural and being locked. So y'all sit tight and y'all tune in to that conversation. What's up, y'all? I got a special, special guest in the building. One of the homies who got some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful locks. We got some shit we got to get off our chest today about locks today. What's up, Jasmine?
3: hey lady and thank you so much boo
1: man thank you it is
3: yours as well
1: oh man thank you thank you yeah we we got to talk about these these fox locks today (laughs) yeah what what what's to those man i just i don't like them just because we are just more than
3: capable as black women to grow have our own we don't We don't need them fake shits. At least not those. I get
1: it with the weed and stuff, you know, but with those, we can get those, like, legit. Right. Well, I I really don't like them because everybody's I've been seeing look like George Washington wigs. So I really don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't like them. Like, I'll be like, okay, they didn't curl the ends up. Like, it's really disrespectful to Lux. Like, to me.
3: (laughs) It definitely is because it's just not one way. It's so many ways. They are all beautiful and, you know, long, short is man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So how long you been locked?
3: This year
1: in May will make uh five years. Dang. And, <laughs> and your shit draping too. Yeah. I'm trying to get that's it like that. Water, baby. <laughs> man. So that's true that kids make your hair grow, that's that's a real thing. I.
3: I don't know I just man they just took off
1: it's just crazy you know what I think it is true though first I thought it was a myth but I do know a whole bunch of people that used to be bald headed back in the day and they do got some kids now and they do got some long pretty hair so that's probably true I thought people just you know maybe it's the prenatals like the um the prenatal vitamins. yeah 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 so what made what what you say I didn't say anything, but what'd you go <laughs> So, what made
3: you get Lux? Um, man, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know, maybe from being, when I used to live down south, um, I used to see a lot of people with them, and they just used to look good, so I used to be like, man, I wonder how I look get them, so I used to always tell myself, I'm going to get them. Yeah. And then my friends was like, get them, and I just, I don't know, I just yeah. got
1: them. Yeah. And so when I was kind of doing
3: a weave and it was just time to switch it up, so
1: Yeah. So but when you when you had got the lights, you was already natural, right? Yep. I had been natural
3: since probably about two thousand
1: ten. Mhm. It had it's been a minute, since I had my first daughter. I've been natural, so So what made natural. you go
3: natural? You said what made me go natural?
1: Yeah. I don't,
3: just my hair just felt thin. Like,
1: I would get perms, and it it just felt like my hair was just too fine, you know, for the perms. Yeah. So, I'm just like, I'm just going to go natural. Forget it. I, I'm sick of this. Yeah. I'm sick of putting, eating, you know, everything in it and perms and shit. So, I just, yeah. like, fuck it. Yeah. Same. I feel like, um, I honestly feel like, well, with me, it was kind of an accident. I didn't even mean to go natural at first. I had just stopped getting the perms because I was just putting weave in. I'm like, it don't make no sense to make it straight just to put a quick weave on or to get a sew in. It didn't make no sense to me. Right. So I was like, I'm going to just stop putting it in there. Well, you know, over time, you know, I just was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop putting that weave in my hair. Like somebody had said something to me that stuck out. And then after that, I just kind of went natural. And then like for me i don't know about for you so i'm gonna ask you do you feel like when you first start uh going natural people was kind of like not really supportive of your transition yes. <laughs> Same. Yes, yeah It just yeah yeah it was
3: like what are you doing your hair is so pretty i'm
1: like man yeah
3: hey i'm embracing me yeah i really had to learn how to embrace myself and is going natural is the best thing to help me do that because you
1: can't tell me I'm not beautiful
3: and i be natural. Uh,
1: you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm in the pure, purest state right now, you know? Right. Shit. Yeah, and it's difficult because, like, and especially, like, when you got, like, a coarser texture. So, like, for me, my shit, when I first started, my shit really was like a Brillo pad. Like, I could not... i could not do nothing with it like i couldn't i couldn't manipulate anything so when people was like making their comments you know and saying all type of crazy shit it just kind of like it would it would make me feel some type of way but it made me want to go natural more it made me want to like for real like keep my hair how it was because i couldn't understand like why why my hair is bothering y'all like you know even employers like they would be saying stuff like, oh, uh, what's going on with you today? Uh, what what happened to the braids? I like when you get the braids. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you like when I get <laughs> like you know? <laughs> you know, it's like they try to trick you, you know, into uh, doing something to make them comfortable. So going natural, though. So I know, well, I don't know. So let me ask you personally. Was there a rough stage for you for, like, um, going natural?
3: girl <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> like
3: i used to when i first went natural i would just cut like two to three inches off at a time and then i would put weave in it because it would be short right so i would just put weave in it and then i just kept doing it and i just got tired of doing that so then you know then i'm like okay i'm gonna get some dreads fuck it so mm-hmm. then i get the dreads and girl that was a struggle that was yes. like, from the beginning was such a struggle because it was just not cute
1: at all right and oh i'm like i ain't got no fucking choice
3: yeah so I just, man it was very tough yeah i wanted to cut them all the
1: time and i'm going through that now like i'm in that like in between you where know? it's getting better but i'm like yeah. man what they're to do
3: they're <laughs> they looking good already
1: well thank man. you thank you like, yours looks so good people. to me, too, though. Like, because they thick and they long. Like, I want mine to be about, like, that length. But so from what I'm told, though, they get heavier and heavier. So you having oh. that issue? Girl, they are <laughs> heavy, yeah. <laughs> Girl, my you yeah, has a full head. You're like, "Jesus, yeah, they are heavy. Yeah.
3: That's why I'm, I can't. I want them to be long, but I
1: can't get
3: them that long because
1: my eyes,
3: mm-mm,
1: it's yeah. just
3: too much.
1: yeah. So when you were, um, so when you was going through that rough stage, like at the beginning of the locks, like what are some of the things that was like a struggle for you? Like what was the the, the most challenging part of uh, the beginning stages of getting locks? Man, just not being able to do anything with
3: them.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Like, like, you know,
3: you got we. You can put weave in your hair. You know, you can get braids. You can get whatever just to switch it up. And I could not do anything. But, yeah. Because, like, that's when I started wearing headbands. I'm like, them became a friend because I'm like, I can, you know what I'm saying? I got to try to make it cute somehow. So right. So I just accessorize
1: and just, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, uh, it's just so much people don't understand. And then, like. You know, like that that beginning stage was rough about locks. It's not like the afro because I, I'm thinking in the beginning I could wash my locks. Like I used to wash my afro. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could not put all yep. the products in there. So my dumb ass was putting conditioner in there and leave in conditioner. Man, I had all type of white shit in my locks. I thought I had lice. I was crying and shit. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I was crying. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, for me, um, I struggled uh, mainly with, like, products. Uh, is that something you struggled mm. with? It, it was
3: going when I first went natural, yes, absolutely. That was my most struggling thing because stuff wasn't
1: working. Yeah. Right? It was leaving my hair dry as fuck. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Super dry. So what about now with Lux? Like, do you... Are you having the same issue with like uh, trying to keep moisture? Nope. Oh, okay, okay. Well, shit, put no me your game. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I I do moisturize it, so I moisturize it, but I I don't wash it that often. Yeah. Like I might wash it every what, one
3: every once every two months, but I do moisturize it throughout the two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh you know, I got the, what
1: what what is it? Vitamin E and um, what else is it? It's just a whole bunch of little oil stuff. Mm-hmm. Dang, I wish I should have made a list. That's okay. You know, we'll have more convos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be having and more. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Crystal oil, the KP oil.
3: Dang, she gave me the name
1: too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you I know what? Get that. I definitely rock with her yeah. because, see. I sure said, what is that so I
3: can let them know what that is.
1: Yeah, she she be hooking it up like um I you know I had went through a patch when I was in Colorado amongst all of them damn white people, I could not find no hair products, nobody do my hair, or nothing. So I had to make a lot of stuff and you know figure out what the hell I was well, what doing. Do you? Uh shit, when I now I just use water and I use um almond oil and then sometimes yeah. I use um Coconut oil. I used to only use just water and coconut oil, but coconut oil kind of like break out your skin. So I don't know if mm-hmm. anybody got acne prone skin. I wouldn't advise uh, coconut oil. But and and I also use olive oil. Like I just stick to whatever I could cook and eat. That's what I put in my hair and and just water. And you know I don't twist eyes a lot, so they kind of just be growing from mm-hmm. that. Like I just I just let them let them grow. <laughs> I
3: think that's yeah that's that's what makes them so beautiful you don't mess with them that's why i don't try to mess with mine
1: because i'm i don't want them to get thin i feel yeah. like they're gonna get thin so i don't be trying to mess with them like that so yeah and i i, do the, I agree with that with i agree with that like the more that you twist and like because that's what made me kind of like go more for like the lauren hill type look i'm like I really don't want to. Like, was my, one of my faves. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. ain't her locks, they was perfect. They, they were so beautiful. They was perfect. I'm mad she cut them. I was hot. But I, I can imagine they probably was heavy because they had started getting so long. I'm like, man. <laughs> so, who, is who are some lock goals for you? Like, some people you see on, like, in the mainstream or anybody. Like, you see their locks and you're like, dang, like, they make you keep going. <laughs> 'Cause I see people and uh, I get motivated. Um,
3: um Duchess?
1: Oh yeah, her, Duchess is perfect. Her locks are beautiful. Yeah. They're just so beautiful, she's so
3: dope. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg, I love his locks.
1: You know what? And I thought Snoop Dogg locks was fake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they was fake and I'm tripping. <laughs> so I need to go look at him again. <laughs> yeah. No, they they perfect. They're like the perfect size to me, and they just long and yeah. I love it. love his dress. Yeah, yeah, long. yeah. They do look nice. And now that you say that, I, I'm I'm gonna go look at his shit again because I could have sworn I'm like did Snoop get the weave, but I should know better because he always had long hair. Mm-hmm. He he always have had long hair. How do you feel yeah. about people getting locks and then adding extensions to them? <sighs>
3: i mean i guess it really don't
1: bother me i don't like it i guess (laughs) i don't like Like, it (laughs) you don't like it hell no hell no and people be telling me to do (laughs) that like oh well just instead of just letting them grow just gonna add the things to them i'm like man hell no you can't cheat the the struggle you know like for me like you know um locking is part of like my journey in life period and i can't take Absolutely. no shortcuts in life you feel me so like why am i taking shortcuts it with, with this just for the appearances and i think like people not enjoying the journey you see what i'm saying like that mm-hmm. that's what my issue is with it and there ain't no shade to nobody that's your hair. do what you want to do but i'm just saying that's just my opinion you know because like I feel like when you, when you're doing this transition and you start locking, you just learn so much. You feel me you, like. Oh,
3: <laughs> you like,
1: girl, you ain't told no lies, I swear. Man. Do you feel like now though, the, the lock Jasmine is totally different from the soul win Jasmine. Absolutely. And I mean, I guess that just might
3: be just from time
1: as well. You know, I'm 31. Right. So. You don't look 31. But go ahead. Well,
3: thank you. Well, <laughs> well, don't do that. Come on, do Whatever. <laughs> but you know, so I've had time to just grow as a woman as well. But this, I man, I couldn't even ask for a better way to to learn how to embrace myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause it's, it's beautiful. It's a struggle. I swear it is. Yeah. But it, it, it's so worth it. It is. You just know, it really woman, is. Or just a person in general,
1: yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I really love seeing my brothers and sisters getting likes. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I definitely feel like, I don't know, it's just something about having a, and especially for women, I feel like, you know, we so used to black women only because they don't say nothing else about no other races as hell. Only ours. Like, Anytime we do anything to our fucking hair, it's always somebody in the background wanting to question you about it. A Caucasian could shade the side of their damn head off, put some orange and red fucking chips in it, and and say them cornrows, and nobody say nothing. Nobody say nothing. You know, I be seeing that all the time. And so it's like, with us... You got different hairdos, they try to base that on your personality. They be like, oh, you know how, well, she got the afro, so she's militant. Or, you know, she got the locks, so, you know, she's probably uh, mean and she looks scary, you know. And then people will say, like, I done had people say all type of crazy, goofy-ass shit to me. And it, like I said, for me, it just makes me want to keep them more. And it has made me become patient with a lot of things that I normally wasn't patient for. You know, having to get up in the morning and spend this extra additional time to make sure my whole entire head is moist. You know, you never used to have to do that when you wasn't natural. When I had a perm, it didn't matter how I combed out my hair. You know, you had a perm, you just take the damn little skinny-ass rat tail combs that we all used to wear back in the day, used to put them bitches in our head, you just take the rat tail comb, and you just get to comb it, comb it, you know. Learned so much from the afro all the way to the lux, you know. And so I felt like the luck part of me was, I mean, the, uh, the the afro part of me, like, going natural, I feel like was me maturing, but I felt like the luck part of me became spiritual. Like, I feel like those was two different, like, uh, journeys in my life that I'm still trying to, like, understand. You know what I mean? Like... It's just so much. So, with the locks. Well, mm-hmm. So, would you think about uh, letting your babies get the locks? Oh, girl, absolutely. My <laughs> youngest, Zelani, she's going to get them. I am just, girl, I'm trying not to
3: do it now because she judged. she's only 14 months, but I'm ready, girl. I'm so ready to <laughs> grab
1: yeah. get these dreadlocks because it is terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Wait, what's going yeah. on? I'm not
3: saying it like that but I'm saying she her hair texture is, is just it's she rough ain't getting on her hair done, and she just she wants it still and yeah. her hair
1: texture
3: is just a little different
1: so I just Yeah want her, I just wanna do those to her plus her daddy is <laughs> you know And I love leather. seeing the little kids with Lux. Like I love it. And then they yeah. love it. Like, all of the kids that I know that got locks, I be just asking them. I be like, you know, how you like your hood? they like, I like my hair. I'm like, anybody make fun of you because your hair? I'm like, sometimes, but I don't care about that. I love my hair. They be yeah. so confident. You know, they be so confident. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. You know, they starting it young. Like, I feel like when you young, well, I don't know about you. What about, okay, so you you ain't no 90s baby. You an 80s baby. But we around the Wait. same, ever. We're around the same era, we're a few years apart, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Just a few, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so growing up in the nineties, do you feel like um that that there was a lot of pressure on you as a kid from other kids? About how you should look. In what era? In in the elementary. 90s? Like elementary. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It it was
3: you know, growing up, I don't know, growing up in a small town I just I didn't have to feel cute as a girl and I don't know if that just was I don't know, I guess it's just because I wasn't I ain't gonna say I wasn't cute. I, I don't know. Just see think... I guess seeing dudes with with lighter skin, girls with long hair, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It kinda gave me a little bit of a complex, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: and then you know, just definitely furthering on in high school, and you know, the dudes with all the white girls. It was definitely that. Definitely had me so
1: some type of way about myself. So yeah, yeah, same. You know, um, yeah, I do feel like when I was a kid, you know, um, there was a lot of fucking pressure because I grew up, you know, in Elkhart, and I grew up in Gary. You know, so mm-hmm. in Gary, it's a lot different. Like, going to school there is different. Number one, you got school uniforms. You know, them bitches whack as fuck. You feel me? So you got to wear these damn school uniforms. You know, a lot of people catch the bus. You know, a lot of people. It's kind of like baby Chicago. It's not as big as Chicago, but it's like similar, like upbringing. So, like, you know, at school, you better be prepared for some jokes. You better write some shit down before you go to school because they will drone and gun your ass the whole day. Like, the the whole day. And so, it's, like, every day. And I didn't, like, when we lived in Gary, I probably had, I probably had, like, two, three pair of pants. And my hair was thicker. You know, I had the thicker hair. Like, when I look back, my hair wasn't really nappy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really, it wasn't really bad. It's just, you know, our parents, they did not understand how to do our hair. So, they just put a perm in it, you know. And, um... You know that was the thing like i I used to really go through my shit if I didn't get a perm. I used to be having this complex about myself, like, man, I got this nappy ass hair, then on top of having nappy ass hair, having damn acne, you know, so it was just always <laughs> it was always something that I felt like when I was young that kind of contribute to me uh and my behavior now, even when I'm grown, like it's certain things I do, I know stem from me like being young, you know. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. How do you feel like uh, we can change that for the babies today? Like all of the pressures about appearance, you know. What are some things you feel mm-hmm. like should have happened for you as a kid to build up your confidence that you want to instill in your daughters now? Man, I do. I
3: do I with my kids.
1: Mm-hmm. You say you, you do know what? what I'm
3: saying? That just keeps them self confidence. They we do five or six a day. You know, we do it. They repeat it out loud. Yeah. Together. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And you
1: said those, we, those are we, I am's?
3: I am. And can you, I am. I can am, you am beautiful. Sh- I am.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say shit,
3: I am. You know?
1: Yeah. And I think that's important because...
3: Absolutely.
1: I don't remember repeating no shit like that when I was a kid. You know? neither. I don't remember people telling me every day, like, you're special. hmm <laughs> I don't remember that. And I feel like with our girls you know it's (laughs) important to instill that in them and tell them that because when we grow up yeah or when the first person do it you know it might be somebody that shouldn't be telling them that you know and they Mm didn't gas they head up you know what i'm saying yeah yeah We just i just we just man tell them kids that they can do
3: whatever yeah, we definitely still that in those kids. Whatever they want to do, we su- we are just so supportive of. You know, you gotta be
1: right. Yeah.
3: you gotta be supportive of your kids.
1: Yeah, I and I I agree with that one hundred percent. I feel like, you know, even with appearance, like something as simple as that, you know, we don't understand that the kids and I have to think back to when I was a kid. This is why I ask people. I understand that the kids go to school with other people, kids who raised differently from them. And that's going to try to, just because your child looked different, you know, try to cut them down. Did you feel like mm-hmm. when you was a kid that you experienced uh, more racism than the kid would today? Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. I think, well, I'm starting to think, like, back in the day
3: it was, you know, a, a lot of shit going on with, you know, Rodney King and stuff, so it was a lot more shit going on. Well, I guess it's still shit going on today, shit.
1: Yeah.
3: I just think the people are evolving just a little bit more. You know, I don't think the, the, some of the, like, our peers are as racist. hmm I just think. I was watching, um, The Hate You Give, I think that's what the movie is called, yes, was it yesterday? Yesterday, and it's such a good movie. It's, man,
1: the I Hate U Give.
3: Yep, I think it's the Hate U Give. Okay.
1: And, and what was going on in this movie? Because I ain't never heard of this movie.
3: Um, I think it might be a Netflix original, and it's just about this girl, and she um she goes like to a prep school, but she lives in the hood. Okay. And so a lot of stuff happened, and. And you and she got a white, so it's just like she got a white side and she got a black side. That's how I feel, you know, going right. to the prep school and then you got to act a certain, you have, she was acting a certain way and then, you know, she would get home and she at home. Yeah. So, just seeing how some, are, some of her white friends were, you know, I just kind of was like, oh, well, maybe people just, not people, just, I guess, white people ain't as prejudiced as they used, as racist as they used to be, but. Yeah. I don't know.
1: And you know I just had this conversation the other day because I was at work right and you know I take care of the elderly people or whatever and you know they be racist right. as fuck they just racist they just they era they
3: oh
1: it's it. in your face you feel me yep <laughs> it's they in is. your face right they so they the, the lady like I, I'm sick of you and the blacks I'm like what you say then she see my face and she like never mind I'm like no say what you said cuz I want to know what you said she don't want to repeat it so I'm like whatever and I started re- thinking about her kids. Like, her kids act nothing like that. They really nice. They this and they that, you know. However, though, they do things subliminally. And I feel like it's because of what the parents instilled in them, they still are reluctant to trust Black people. Absolutely. I don't, I just feel like this newer generation doesn't expose stuff the way that the older generation is and a lot of it is confusion like what i've been taught versus what i've been around when i'm around black people you see what i mean i feel like it's a it's a disconnection on both sides because we both because of history have been taught so many things about each other you know but i don't know i just feel like for the kids now like you know the kids they don't be seeing it they don't They don't have no issues. When they young, they play together. Because my niece, Mm -hmm. all of her friends are white, Asian, and whatever. She don't have no black friends, you know. And it's because of the school she go to. Yeah, like. And so I ask her stuff. I'm like, do anybody treat you different? Do anybody make fun of you and your hair? Do anybody. You know, I'm just wanting to know, like, what's going on in her school. And I really be trying to, like, just listen to her and not put my thoughts and beliefs into her head but also teach her how to stand firm if something ever happened you know and so she'll tell me like no like uh no my friends we they don't do this and this and that but my other friend she brown like me and then this friend she's like this color but we don't we don't have them issues and i ask other kids and they really like just play together but i yeah. think when they start hitting teenage because That's when it's, like, I don't know. Like, that's why I be worried about, like, our kids today, are they accepting racism or are they not going through it like we were? You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. That's something that, like, I wonder, like, do you feel like we have to, like... and, And then that's another reason why I feel like being natural and, like, your hearing stuff is connected to that, you know, because at least if you be yourself and you embrace who you naturally are you're not so easy to accept something that's not natural for you you see what i mean Period. you know like i don't know <laughs> i'll start taking it to a whole nother level because it's just <laughs> uh, no i'll tell you
3: because my my baby my eight-year-old she does have white like, friends as well but whenever she gets her hair done they all love her hair she'd be so happy
1: she yeah the
3: kids always love her hair so yeah she getting at the age to
1: where she is she's so funny. but she she's just embracing herself that's good though that's really good i think it's important you know like i i think now is better for the kids because of that because you know coming up we wasn't wearing natural hair kids absolutely not <laughs> i didn't know nobody would a natural when we was young I was trying to think the other day, like, did I know anybody at school that had a natural? (laughs) And I couldn't think of nobody at school that had a natural. You know? I couldn't think of nobody. I really was thinking, I'm like, who had a natural when we was young? Shit, nobody. I never seen nobody at all, at all. And Gary... Yeah, I never seen nobody with an afro. Like, yeah, she came to school with an afro. (laughs) Never. (laughs) I I, I just don't, sense. I don't, I don't remember that. You feel me? So, I'm like, okay.
3: Okay, it's like,
1: long. it's just mm-hmm. like, um I just feel like now, you know what I'm saying? Like, the kids seeing that, like, high frequency and abundance. I see so many little bit of kids, natural hair, natural ponytail, natural afro. Man. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. This is a step. This is taking it back to the 70s when... You know, the Panthers was not having that shit, you know, and I don't know. Like, I just think it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing right now. So we need it, especially, you know, with
3: everything that's going on. We need that shit. We all need to, 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 you know, be together and be supportive of, you know what I'm saying? Be supportive.
1: We are all beautiful in our own, whatever. Yeah. Now, let me ask you another question. So, like, going natural, what what is something that you feel like you really learned about yourself going natural? Like, something in particular. Hmm.
3: Man. Man, just throughout time, every... Throughout time, you just... You get wiser and you grow. Yeah. Like, I just can't wait to... And, and, you know what I'm saying, in another three years to see where I'm at, I'm just not the same person. It's just, man, so amazing.
1: Yeah. And do you feel like going natural, you became conscious about other things that you should change in your life? Just,
3: I I guess, yeah, it was, man, once I went natural, and I just started accepting me for me and just, I guess just opening up, you know what I'm saying, and really just taking the time to to learn
1: who I am,
3: mm-hmm. man, it's just been, man, I'm just happy. Yeah. I'm happy with myself.
1: Yeah. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? As a mother, I'm, I'm just happy. They happy. We just. And, and that's the key word, happiness. It's like when you get to that level, you're going through all those things, it's a struggle in the beginning, but overall, it's happy. You know, like, that's why I feel like <laughs> ain't no purpose in taking no shortcuts. You know what I'm saying? Because you need every inch of that growth. Every inch of that growth, like, is it's applying growth mean, to your I, life. Right. And I'm not even saying that, you know,
3: like, I'm not going through things because everybody, you know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect by a long shot, but as my, I'm happy with who I am as a person. Yeah. Like, I can't walk away from any situation,
1: like, you know what, I'm going to continue to keep, you know, making the right choice because I got, it's me. Yeah. Now, do you feel like since you went natural too, also that it, like, you had to change your diet? Because a lot of people start, like, when they start, like, um changing what they put in their hair, they start, like, looking into other avenues and start changing how they eat. You know, just start like, trying to include more water. They start becoming more active. It's like all of that become connected. Like, for me, I'm wishy-washy with it. Sometimes I be eating good, and I don't be eating no meat, and I will be – but then sometimes I just want some damn chicken. So I just go to the damn fishers and go get me a little six-piece with some mild sauce, you feel me? And that's just what it is. It's just it's balance. So like, I do what I want to do. But sometimes I got to do what I need to do. So, <laughs> like
3: <laughs> – You
1: like it, fuck it. Yeah, you feel me? I feel like sometimes, I don't know, like, uh, I think for me, though, like, going natural was an awakening, so I became conscious of so many things, and I was just uh, absorbing it in because, you know, they were saying, like, black people, you know, your hair is the antennas to the universe, and I really feel like that. I really feel like your hair is connected to earth, you know, your natural hair, because... They were saying, like, like our hair, out of all of the hairs, like, all of the other hair follicles, like, if you pull one out, an Asian hair follicle, a white hair follicle, all of them, they shit round and circular. Our shit flat, but spiral. Like, we, we the only hair that's, like, flat and spiral, and it stands straight up, just like antennas. You know what I'm saying? So I really be feeling like, you know... People say I'm crazy. I don't know. I really do feel like. Yeah, I, say, <laughs> yeah. I need to look into it. Yeah. They be saying, look into it. Look into it. You'll see, like, Man. people be saying I'm they crazy. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Man. They, be, they be saying it's, it's connected to, the, you know. Uh, but I, I just feel like that because, like, it's like at that point, once I became natural, like, I started seeing things differently. Like, everything I started seeing differently. I started trying to move differently. And it was because, like, shit, I just, I changed my hair. I I tried to make a connection with anything else. I couldn't make a connection with anything else. It was always, like, shit, it was about the time I started going natural. Everything, like, everything to, like, evolving, to the locks, to, like, going natural, anything. Like, it's it's really been that way. But, you know, that's just my, my theory about it, but I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm to get up into that. <laughs> yeah, they be saying that though, G. But yeah. So, you been natural for five years. I'm mean, going to know you've been natural since 2010. So like nine years, but you didn't had locks for about five. Do you feel like you'll ever cut your hair? Um, yeah, I do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> What? I, do. I, I love my hair but i just i don't know how I do sometimes do an amber
1: rose <laughs> really? <laughs> really really <laughs> but you'll be cute with an amber rose but you know i, don't know, man. I love but your I locks I
3: but i love them i do yeah. i love them but i just if I if we
1: cut him and then you see me the next day when I'm down my butt, you know, I put them <laughs> back in. So just don't judge me, okay? Period. You're like, no, nah, that was part of her struggle. I saw her growing. <laughs> I saw her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, how long have you been, Mark? Mm, it'll be two years in March. It'll be two years.
3: Okay,
1: get the thing. Man, I'm trying out here. I'm trying, you know. And. What's that? you're in. Huh? What stage do you feel
3: you're
1: in? I feel I'm in that in between stage. Like personally because like, you know, I don't twist my shit a lot. That's the thing. Like so people like ain't nobody ever touched my hair but me. My brother touched my hair one time and I think my homegirl touched my hair one time. That was it. But I don't go to no shops. I don't let nobody retwist it and I'm oh just God. so what? <laughs> I'm trying to touch you up. you and in Indy, too. My my lady who started
3: my hair, she just, she moved to Indy. She do like her. She does hair in Indy. Who? I need to hook you up. Her name
1: yeah. is Rika. That's the one who I would not let nobody else retwist my hair,
3: because I feel
1: you. Yeah. It's, it's so hard
3: for me, and it's not even against nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else. I love the way Krista just redid my hair, and she used some special uh, crochet tool in my hair, and I loved it. Mm-hmm.
1: No, just, just just been, man, and you know what I seen? I I've seen her work. Going. She be like, going crazy. Going. She live up here?
3: No, she live in Indy.
1: What? Yeah, oh, like she, yeah, yeah I'm, in I'm in. Indy. I'm in Nap. I'm like she live up here. Yes.
3: Yes. I'm gonna text her until so I'm gonna give
1: her you, uh, pass your uh, number, her number on. Yeah, cause, t- cause see, that's my problem. Like, yeah, I ain't let nobody. I be so scared to let people touch my hair cause I don't like how they be looking at it like sometimes either people look at it like bitch why you letting it go this long without retwisting? but then some people look at it like they fascinated which is like alright bitch have you ever did locks before I don't think I'm letting you retwist my hair sometimes I be just scared like I just be so scared because <laughs> nah because she'll get you right No, I know she'll, she'll get, get me right. right I done seen her yeah. work I done seen her work cause see that's nothing yeah. too. I'm in a whole another city like and like i don't know these people up here i'm just getting to know all these people up here you know so you know you just don't let everybody into your personal space and i feel like my hair is my personal space so you got to trust somebody like you gotta see they work <laughs> like yeah definitely give me her number i need her in my life because i do my birthday is this month so i do want to um get something hey, done when your birthday Next Friday on the 8th. Shut up. Girl, my birthday on the twenty third. So you're an Aquarius. Yes,
3: I'm
1: an Aquarius. What's your birthday? Uh the twenty third. I'm a Pisces. That is my brother's birthday. Stop. It sure is. Yeah, yeah. We got the same exact <laughs> birthday. We got the same exact birthday. Yeah, because every year, like we'll inbox each other. I'm like, nigga, you stole my birthday. Like, <laughs> like you stole my birthday, even though you born first, but it's still my birthday, but whatever. Okay, you know, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, we got the same yeah. exact birthday, yeah. So I wanted to do something, you know, pop out one time for the one time. But, you know, I'm still just throwing it out there. It's Black History Month. Okay. <laughs> I sure that I was going to shove over some backstage with my kids. I promised I was saying that when I was dropping, dropping them off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's Black History Month. So what, you got any special plans for this month? Man, just i don't okay i do not well i'm gonna make some plans know. for you make sure y'all check out queen quamo podcast because i'm gonna be doing hella hella history facts talking about all our ancestors and leaders and all of that stuff because they deserve the yeah. praise and the honor you feel me yeah. i ain't honoring no president's that. day fuck president's day fuck all of that other shit shit it's our day i'm on that with them all february you feel me <laughs> all february so y'all thank tuned you so in, much for having me, girl. man. Thank you, I appreciate it. So, anytime that you want to come on, you're welcome to come on. I love guests. I love to have guests. Oh, thank you so much, love and just, man. What you doing this weekend? What's this weekend? Nothing. I'm off this weekend. I'm not doing nothing. I'm gonna clean my house yeah, well, for a change. <laughs> Yeah, it been snowed in. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. snowed in, so I'm gonna you know do a little painting and I'm gonna throw all this you know stuff out in this house that don't need to be here and try to do my chakras <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 on that. Here's a real
3: background Get next week the Chip Bandit
1: project coming out, oh, know. I'm not gonna forget nothing about no Chip Two Bandit yeah. Project. I've been waiting on it. I've been waiting on all of the PPS projects. Don't play with me. Don't play with me, cause I'm gonna be streaming play them bitches. You? I'm gonna be playing them bitches, downloading them, all of that. Like, stop playing. Stop playing with me. Yeah, Chip Two right. Bandit Project. What date? On my birthday, two eight. Oh, look at that. Chiptooth Bandit Project. Y'all hear that shit? Y'all better search Chip Tooth Bandit Project 2019, baby. All streaming services. Don't play with me. Follow that shit. Well, we up out of here. <laughs> All right.